welcome to the Dr. Frank Avila Show. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Frank Avila, board certified family physician and diplomate with the American Board of Obesity Medicine. I've been helping patients lose weight to treat and prevent medical problems for the last 10 years, and I'm taking what I've learned from them to you. In this podcast, you will learn the science behind why you struggle with your weight and what to do about it, tips for common challenges, work to fight bias about what a healthy weight really is, and improve your relationship with food and your body. Please remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. This podcast is meant to be informational in nature only, not medical advice. Please seek out care from your physician for your specific needs. Okay, let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about objections to anti-obesity medications or weight loss medications, because I hear a lot of these objections. I hear them from my colleagues. I hear them from the general public, and I hear them from my patients too. And to be honest, I have to admit, I'm kind of dizzy from all the attention that anti-obesity medications have been getting. It's really exciting that people are paying attention to medications like Wagovi and Azempic. But I am finding myself answering the same questions over and over and over again. So today we are going to address the top five objections that I hear about anti-obesity medications. And I have to remind myself that while I have been utilizing medications to help people lose weight for more than a decade, to most of the world, this is a totally new concept. This is a new idea to utilize these medications. So let's dive into it. Let's go ahead and talk about the reasons why maybe you are feeling like you shouldn't use these medications, the reasons your family members, friends, loved ones, spouse might be telling you not to use this medication, and kind of deal with the reasons why they might actually makes sense for a lot of people. Okay, if you want all the details on this medication, you are going to want to check out episode eight of the podcast. I have my guest, Dr. Angela Fitch, in that episode, and we do a deep dive into all the medication options and the pros and cons. But today, we're going to look big picture at why medications can be super, super helpful. Okay, so the first thing that I hear, the most common one, is that I should be able to do this without a medication. Or someone's family member will say, you should be able to do this without a medication. Do you really need the medicine? Or now that you've got the hang of things, do you still need the medication, right? And there's a few things I would ask you to consider to answer that question honestly for yourself and honestly for the person who maybe is asking you that question. And the first question I would have is, well, have you ever tried to lose weight without a medication? I have found that 90% of the patients who come to see me have tried something. In fact, most of my patients have tried many, many different things. They have tried every diet. They have tried every supplement. They have tried every exercise plan. And they have not had the long-term success with their weight that they want. So if you've never tried a nutrition plan, a diet, counting calories, some sort of program, exercise, being mindful of what you eat, then maybe you do owe it to yourself to try that before using a medication. But if you're like most people and you've tried something and you haven't seen results, then that's because it's really hard to lose weight. And that's why we have medications. So 
One of the reasons it's really hard to lose weight for almost everyone is as you go ahead and cut back on what you're eating and start losing weight, your metabolic rate goes down and your hunger will start to go up and your fullness will start to go down. So this is why most people sort of plateau out of weight at a certain time period because their metabolism adapts to the changes. And then why it gets really hard to stick with most plans because your hunger is going up and it and hunger and lack of fullness are real biologic feelings that can be really hard to overcome. So that's why medications or surgery can be really big game changers for people because they are going to let you actually follow the nutrition plan and eat the way you want to, eat the way you intend to, eat the way you know you should without that biology and that hunger getting in your way. So that's why medications really are helpful for most people and why I've used them for so long because I know people were trying, they were doing the right things and it just doesn't add up long-term for most people without additional tools like medication. So answer to the question that you may be asking yourself or a loved one may be asking you, do you really need this? You know, number one, look back at your experience. If you're like most of the people I have worked with, you have tried. You have tried a lot. You are hardworking. You are dedicated. And biology just gets in the way of long-term weight loss and sustaining weight without something more. So lifestyle is great. You should always do lifestyle. You should always work on nutrition. You should always work on movement in addition to medications. But if those things historically have not added up enough for you, then maybe you deserve to utilize a medication. Okay. And that's been my experience with my patients. And and that's what we see in, in the science and the data. Okay. Objection number two is, are these medications safe? So there are a variety of medications. And again, if you want all the details on that, episode eight is where you want to go. But we have a couple different types. We have our sympathomimetic amines or our stimulants. These are medications like Ventramine. We have Contrave, which is another pill medication. And then we have our newer medications, our injections, our Wagovi being the, the most popular right now and the strongest one that's approved for weight. But we also have Saxenda, and we're hoping that we will have some form of terzepatide for weight loss by the end of this year. So, so our injections as well. And no medication is completely without risk, right? So that's why these medications are when your weight is is a medical problem. And you know your weight is a medical problem a couple of different ways. If you are having medical conditions related to your weight, things like sleep apnea, diabetes, fatty liver disease, PCOS, those are things that we can dramatically improve with weight loss. So if you, high cholesterol, heart disease, these are all things that weight loss is very likely to improve, right? So if you have those conditions or you have those abnormal lab results, then your weight is probably adding to that and weight loss is likely to give you a health benefit, okay? And I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes, like do you really need to lose weight, right? And that's an important question to ask yourself. But let's assume that there is a medical reason, right? We believe this medication is gonna make you live longer, live better, then we have to look at what the risks are of that medication, right? 
So some of the side effects for say our medications like fentramine, that may be a little hard on some people's hearts. So if you are older or you already have a heart problem, that may not be a great medication for you. For some people, it's going to make them feel really restless or anxious. So if that's an uncomfortable feeling for you, you may not want to take that medication. If it causes you to have trouble sleeping, that may not be a good reason to take it. But for most people, they don't have very many side effects and the side effects are really mild and if worst case scenario, they just switch to a different medicine with different side effects. So, you know, that would be fentramine. Then we go ahead and look at our, our contrave, our combination bupropion naltrexone also can cause restlessness or anxiety for some people. May not be the safest medication in combination with other medications. If you have a seizure disorder, you shouldn't take it. But overall, pretty safe medication for many people. But some people will have a mood change on that medication. They'll have anxiety or occasionally we see people who actually have suicidal thoughts from that medication. So that's something you need to discuss with your doctor. Do they think you're at risk for side effects from that medication? Or do they think you're the sort of person who would do well with that medication? And you have to balance, right? Is there a true benefit for you trying this medication and losing weight? Or are the risks not worth it for you? And then we'll talk about our injectable medications, our Wagovi or Azempic, which is what it's called when it's used for diabetes, but the same, same peptide molecule there. And those medications have pretty low risks. They do work on hormones in your gut. And so you very well may get some more reflux or stomach upset, especially in the beginning, nausea. You may get some diarrhea or constipation. And most of the time, those can be treatable. But sometimes it's really severe and people stop the medication because of that. There is also a sort of theoretical cancer risk with the GLPs. And that cancer risk is around largely thyroid cancer. And we really only think it's for people who have a genetic risk factor for that. So they have a family history of medullary thyroid cancer or a syndrome called men. And those are really, really rare. So there is a subset of people that we screen for that we think it could increase their risk of cancer, but we think for most people that risk is not there. And we haven't seen any data that's showing an increased risk in thyroid cancer. And remember, although these injectable medications are new for weight loss, they've been around for a couple decades for diabetes. So we really do have a fair amount of data on these medications. Okay. And then we also have to go back to that risk benefit thought, right? So we know that obesity does increase the risk of multiple types of cancers. And so there's a theoretical risk of thyroid cancer. And then there's a very real risk of common cancers that exist with obesity. So if you truly have that BMI of 30 or more or a strong family history of cancer, you may find, or a personal history of cancer, you may find that the risk for you of taking this medication is very low compared to that benefit of possible cancer prevention with weight loss, right? So those are the discussions to have, of course, with your physician, but also to have a little bit with yourself. Like, yes, there are small risks to any medication. So is there likely to be a benefit that it supersedes, that goes above and beyond that risk, that makes that risk worth it? And some of that's a personal decision, right? But I would say that's a conversation I always have with my patients and that I'm having in my head as I'm helping them make choices about a medication. Is the risks of this medication 
worth the possible benefits for that person. So when we come to safety, you could always have an allergic reaction or, or an unusual side effect to a medication, but is the benefit bigger than that possible risk? And that's going to be a little bit of a personal decision and a little bit of a decision that you need your healthcare professional to help you make as well. But remember, the reason we're treating obesity is to reduce the chance of death from things like heart disease, diabetes, stroke, cancer, fatty liver disease. And so if we are able to reduce those risks, then for many people, um, the small risks of the medication are probably worth it. Okay. Objection number three. This I hear more from the public, from people in the fitness industry, which is, will people keep exercising and eating right if they can just take a medication? And this is a newer objection. I was really surprised by this. And to me, this shows just a complete lack of understanding of why people are trying to lose weight how hard it is to lose weight. And I absolutely don't see this at all for my patients. My patients absolutely exercise and they exercise more most of the time when they've lost weight. These medications really allow people to live their best life. So when you finally have a medication that that makes you less hungry, that makes you crave healthier foods, that makes you feel full and satisfied and enjoy healthier foods, it becomes easier to eat that balanced, healthy diet. And so we always recommend using medications with lifestyle changes like increasing movement and activity and eating a healthy, balanced diet, right? We would never just say, take this medicine and like see you in a year, right? Someone who is prescribing these medications appropriately is going to give you some direction on nutrition or connect you with someone who can give you that nutrition advice. And they're always going to advise increasing exercise because guess what? Exercise is good for all of our health. But when it comes to weight, it's even more important to help maintain your weight. We got past episodes all about that too. Okay. So the medication really lets people eat healthy. It allows them to eat balanced meals throughout the day, lets them feel full from those balanced meals. It lets them limit snacking of processed foods and and junk food in between meals. And so finally, what we see with the medications is people are able to follow that healthy diet, whatever it may be, that they've always tried to follow and their hunger got in the way. Now they can actually eat the way they wanted to or the way they've been recommended to eat. So people absolutely are able to eat healthier with these medications. And most people want to. And when we focus on health with these medications and we got our patients towards health choices, then, you know, that makes it easier to do. Okay. So then the next thing, will people exercise? Like, will they still go to the gym if they're on this medication? And I absolutely think that people will exercise more. And that's what I see with the patients I work with. It is a lot easier to go for a jog or a run when you've lost 15, 20, 70, 100 pounds. It's a lot easier to do a push-up. It's a lot easier to do a squat. So what I see for my patients, many of them who I work out with at my CrossFit gym, they are now able to reach a lot of the fitness goals that they wanted to reach because they've been able to lose weight, because they're able to fuel their body in a healthy way. So I think we will see more people at the gym and they will have 
better reasons for being there because they will not be at the gym desperately trying to lose weight. They will be at the gym because it's fun. They will be at the gym because they feel confident in themselves and they will become athletes and really enjoy that process of working out instead of trying to use exercise as a punishment or a way to lose weight. So I think that medications are just a tremendous tool to let you live your best life and to exercise in a way that feels more comfortable for your body and to eat in a way that better fuels your body. The medicine is a tool that lets you do that. Okay, objection number four, is the medication worth it? This is a little bit of a tough, question because our newer medications, our injectable medications are really expensive. I'm recording this right now in June of 2023. And these medications are well over a thousand dollars a month, which is really not something that very many people can afford, especially when this is a medication you are taking essentially forever, right? So that's really expensive. There are tips and tricks that a lot of times an expert in this field can can help you navigate to extend your medication or get some coupons or get some medications in a little bit of a more affordable way. But if you don't have insurance for the new medications, insurance that covers it, it's really, really challenging. And unfortunately, their insurance companies are not required to cover the medication. So many insurance plans do not cover the medication. So they are really expensive, but I have found a lot of my patients have had such a life-changing experience from the medication that they are able to invest a few hundred dollars a month in this medication, which oftentimes we can find ways to help people get the real brand name medications, not these compounded medications, but the real medication at a price that's a, a few hundred dollars a month. And so for some people that really has been worth it, but for some people that is still a really high price point. And so for those people, I would recommend that they look into some of our older, more affordable generic medications like Phentermine, Husimia, Contrave. And again, episode eight covers those in detail. And I'd also ask you to consider if you're paying a little bit of money for these medications, are they saving you money other places? Are you spending less money on food maybe because of the medication? Are you spending less money on fads and gimmicks and supplements that really weren't helping you? So you may be able to actually save some money with other things that you were doing for weight and and have a really effective tool. So I would say if you think it's in your budget that you give the medication a try because it may be so life-changing for you that it is worth it for you. And again, there are older medications that are often more affordable. And then the last thing that I would add to that is bariatric surgery may also be a really good fit for some people. And so that sometimes if that's covered by your insurance plan may be the more affordable long-term option. And in the very first episode where I talk about what an obesity physician is and what I do, I talk about my weight eight, my sort of eight guiding principles of weight loss. And one of those is that surgery or medications is not cheating, right? So don't forget that medications and surgery really are tools for you. And if medication is not something that is working for you or is not accessible, then bariatric and metabolic surgery is another really wonderful tool that can help with long-term weight loss. Okay. 
The last objection that I hear, which is also one of the most common ones, is I have to take this medication forever. My patients have a hard time wrapping their brain around that. My colleagues have a hard time. The public seems to have a hard time. And so, yes, I will very clearly say that for the vast majority of people, you should expect to take a medicine for weight loss long term, indefinitely, possibly the rest of your life. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be the exact same one. So you may switch to a different type of medication, but if you need a medication to be able to lose weight, what we see in studies, what we see in the science is that you are probably going to need that medication long-term Otherwise, you are incredibly likely to regain the weight. So people have a really hard time wrapping their brain around this. And I don't know if it's become, we come from this culture of like 30-day fix and six-week challenge and whole 30, and we always are kind of told about these short-term solutions. But anything you have to do, and this is another one of those weight eight rules, is anything you do to lose weight, you have to keep doing forever. Like, So whether it's a specific way of eating, a specific exercise regimen, a certain volume of exercise, a medication, surgery, whatever you do to lose the weight, you have to be able to keep doing. When you stop that thing, you are very likely to regain weight. If it helps you at all to think about this, I trained for a marathon last year and I followed a a training program of how much I should run every week to be able to get to the volume of running needed for a marathon. And since then, I have done a lot less running. I run a little bit, but I'm not running 8, 12, 20 miles at a time like I did last year. And so if I went to try to run a marathon tomorrow, I don't think it would go very well. I think it'd be a lot of walking, a lot of knee pain, a really bad recovery. It would be rough. I would probably finish it because that's the sort of person I am, but it would not go well, right? So if you're training for something, you have to keep training, right? You don't just run the marathon and then now you can just wake up and run a marathon any day in your life. You have to keep dedicating your training schedule to running the volume you need to for that marathon, right? There are lots of things we do every day. I make dinner every single day. Like I don't make dinner once and then never eat dinner again, right? Sometimes I batch cook, but I still have to warm that food up, right? So there are many things we do every day. I don't get to brush my teeth once and not get cavities, right? I have to brush them like twice a day, every day, forever. So there are many things that we do for our bodies and just in life that we have to keep doing forever. And anything you do that helps you lose weight, including a medication, you're going to have to keep doing. In terms of other medications, if it is a long-term medical problem like high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, ADHD, you are going to have to take a medication for that probably long-term, right? There's not very many medications that we use short-term. Medicines for like an infection, if you have a urinary tract infection or sinus infection, that may be a short-term medication that you take for a week. But for almost everything else, if you need the medicine to solve the problem, it's probably a long-term medication. So wrap your head a little bit around this idea that if you do something to lose weight, you're going to have to keep doing it, including medications. And that's just kind of how it is, right? There's no like short-term solution that lasts forever. If you have to make dinner today, you have to make it tomorrow. And there's that's just how it is, right? Many things we just have to keep doing in life. 
Okay, so I hope that helps you understand some of the objections you may be having to the idea of taking a medicine or maybe some of the chatter in your head about if you should really be on this medicine, if you're already on it, but you're sort of doubting some of those reasons. If you have family members who have been challenging you, right? Do you really need this medicine? So these are some of the thoughts that I hear. Again, you should be able to do this without a medication. Well, have you tried? Did it work? Well, then maybe you should use a medicine, right? There's biology that makes it hard. Number two, is the medication safe? All medications have risks, but if there is truly a medical reason for you to lose weight, then most of the time, the benefit is going to be bigger than those risks. Will you still need to exercise or will people still exercise and eat healthy on medications? Absolutely. Now you can do that. It lets you do that. It's going to be life-changing for many people. Is the medication worth it? That's a really personal decision. And keep in mind that we have newer, more expensive medications that are often more powerful, but we do have older medications that are really affordable and often work well for people too. And last but not least, do you have to take it forever? Yes. Just like many things in our life, for it to work, you have to keep doing it. So you have to brush your teeth every day and you have to take your obesity medicine every day. Okay, your homework today is if you have been thinking about taking a medication, go back and listen to episode number eight so you can hear all the details, all your choices. It is a fantastic episode and the most popular one I have so far. And if you're already on a medication and you have been dealing with some of these challenges in your head, like take these to heart and practice how you explain this to someone else because you may get family members or coworkers or even a physician who challenges you on if you need this medication. So be prepared to explain your experience and why it's powerful. And if you're someone who is kind of like considering a medication and you find yourself having a lot of doubt about it, I would ask, what if the medication works? What if this is all finally easy? How amazing would that be? What if what if everything that we've told you about these medications is true? And now you finally can live your best life just eating without too much effort and feeling more comfortable with your movement and having a long-term solution to your weight. What would that feel like, right? Would it be worth overcoming all these objections? All right. If you love this episode, please take a second to review it. Please share it with a friend, a loved one, maybe your own doctor. And thank you so much for listening this week. Until next week, take care. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Frank Avila Show, where we learn about all things related to weight and health. If you love this podcast, make sure to leave those five-star reviews and share this podcast with a friend or loved one. If you have a topic about weight and health you want me to tackle, head over to the website, thedrfrankavillashow.com to submit your question. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss next week's episode. Take care.